artist slash drummer. The artist slash drummer slash Joker hair. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you want to do. I love it. It's a vibe. Okay, uh, this is Stephanie with Jawbreaker, and I am here with artist Tommy the Villain. Tommy, thank you for taking time to do an interview and sit with me today. Thank you so much for coming out and chilling. It's really, really nice to like finally meet you, talk to you, thank heard you. good things. So heard good things. Cool. What have you heard about me? <laughs> well, I heard you interviewed like Yellow Card and some other cool artists. And yeah. I was just like, oh yeah, let's like definitely link up and uh, you know do this. Thank so you. Yeah. Thanks for taking the time. I was looking at your Instagram and I was super impressed right off the bat there's just there's so much to cover but i'm gonna let you kind of lead this so you drum with a lot of different artists and projects and bands is there any in particular that you're like really focused on at the moment at the moment i've been really really having fun playing like the dj drum collabs with uh my boy mike authors um really really been busy with nathan james uh, another huge cat that's in like the new metal, the new like I guess you would say new new metal. Yeah, his scene. stuff is so heavy. Yeah, but it's got like this cool hip hop influence, and I, I personally came from like playing hip hop before rock and like stuff more with like you know backbeats as opposed to just traditional rock. So you started in hip hop. Yeah. Interesting. But um, I kind of like love Nathan's stuff for the fact that like you know they like actually write hip-hop grooves for me to play along to yeah and then like it just transitions right into metal that it's it's such a cool flow so you've like you've drummed it are you strictly uh, a drummer or do you have any production in addition to it uh right now just a drummer honestly just out like touring and playing with whoever needs a drummer yeah you know so you've drummed with like all different types of genres. Yeah. You're very versatile then. Yeah. Are you in high demand? It seems like it from your tour well, schedule. Yeah, it seems like every week there's somebody that needs a drummer, you know, either in this house, be Noah, be Mike, yeah. you know, be Nathan, Horgy, you know, next week we're out. <coughs> Sorry. Oh, you're okay. Next week we're out playing uh, Sick New World in Vegas. That's, that's going to be, be huge. a really, really cool one playing with like turnstile and deftones and corn that's massive and, uh, yeah i'm really looking forward to that one have you done big fests like that before definitely what yeah. was probably the biggest one you've done i played drums for new yeah. year's day and um this last fall we were out and playing like louder than life mm -hmm. and aftershock festival and those were all in like main stage and you know those were packed packed shows how did that feel you know it's like I guess I paid my dues playing smaller stuff and local stuff and like, sure. you know, like getting out and finally having the opportunity to play something big like that was kind of like that moment of like, oh, this is what all the hard work and blood, sweat and tears is for. You know what I mean? Came to fruition. Yeah. How long have you been drumming? Man, I started playing drums when I was like four. I was going to guess a kid. I could tell. Yeah, my, my older brother had a drum set and I was like crawling and smacking it, <laughs> you know, and like he never really took to it. So I, uh, I kind of took the reins on playing drums. You took over from him? Yeah. Did he give up on it? Was he like, this is Tommy's? Well, I guess so. He didn't beat me up over that like he did over the like video game controller. <laughs> oh, so he went that route. He was yeah, like, okay, yeah, Doug, you have the drums. Yeah, my older brother, Doug, he's, <laughs> he liked video games and like, you know some sports i mean i played sports too i was an athlete in high school i, I surprisingly really? didn't do drumline or or anything and like that's like one of my biggest regrets i was like 
caught up playing like football and lacrosse and wrestled. But still drumming like at home and stuff? Yeah, but still playing, you know? But um, in high school, I was more so a jock than anything, which is kind of surprising. Really? It is surprising. Yeah. Sitting here, you've got like, you know, the purple, the green but, like, hair. Still, like, I still like, you know, <laughs> dressed punk and stuff. Like I had like black jeans on at all times. Yep. You know what I mean? But, like, yeah, I, I played sports. You, you know, rocked it, out. It was with pretty the, funny. Because, you know, like, I don't know, my, my dad really liked coming to the games and stuff. So I, like, I always tried to, like, make sure I was starting and, like, you know, an actual asset to the teams, you know? That's so when cute. you would come to the games, when you could actually make it, like, you could actually look out and see me, like, really putting it in work. Be proud. and Yeah. Like, and I feel like that sense of not just community, but being a part of a team. Yeah. Translates to band life, I would assume. 100%. You know, we're all, like, we have our job to do. Yeah. And if we can execute that perfectly, then it makes at least that part of the machine go right. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, as the drums, I'm, like, basically the engine. You know what I mean? And, like, other people you are the wheels the and, like, you know, <laughs> this and that. But, like, I'm the one that has to, like, make sure we all, like... Stay on track with everything. Yes. Go. And when I stop, it's like, we stop, you know? I can tell you love it. Like, from the videos I've seen and everything, too, it's just, it's like a passion that kind of comes off of you. I feel like it's like an aura around you that you're just like a drummer. You're a born drummer. I feel like there's so many people you see who get into creative things, and it's not that they're not passionate about it, but you can kind of tell when someone was, like, really born to do something. And I yeah. feel like I see that from drums with you. Do you feel that way? Absolutely. I always knew that, like, music and playing drums was going to be what I was going to do. I kind of knew at a young age, I was just like, I don't know, I was, like, really obsessed with Travis Barker and Blink when I was in, like, fourth grade. And I was, like, able to learn, like, like take off your pants and jacket verbatim. Like, Excellent. I, like, studied that for a summer, and I, like, learned how to play all that stuff. And, and like... I don't know, I never saw anyone else that was, like, even getting close to playing it. So I knew I was actually decent. Yeah. And, like, I came out to California, like, my junior year, I came out to Musicians Institute to do their summer program. Cause I of was high like, school or college, junior year? High school. Oh, my God. So you were and young. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I came out here for my junior year in high school because I went to, like, this, like, giant career fair in New York. And Musicians Institute had this little thing. And it was in California, and, like, everyone knew Berkeley on the East of Coast. And I was just like, fuck, I really don't want to stay in the cold anymore. Don't blame me. I mean, like, look at this. I'm, a, I'm 100% Colombian, so, like, my blood and my body just doesn't like the cold. You need the sun. You know? You need so the like, heat. Yeah. You weren't built for the snowstorms of so New York. So, like, I, I saw that that was an opportunity. I did more digging into their programs, and I saw, like, you know, drummers like Chad Smith and Ray Luzier had gone to the school and studied. And those are guys that are, like, real top-notch players. Did that sell you on it? To be like, oh, they went here? Not necessarily that. <laughs> it was just more so I knew that, like, California was, like, where I needed to go. Yeah. You know? It's where it all happens. Be San Diego or Orange County or L.A. Like, I just knew I needed to come out here. Because there's yeah. too many good bands that I was, like, listening to that had spawned out of this absolutely area it's it's wild the place the sunset strip some people can stay here and play and survive but like it kind of weeds out the suckers that's true two or three years like if that long yeah i give three just because like that's really if they really tried true like most go home or something like they just stop playing. sometimes even in a year yeah. it's like you can that's what i mean like you can see that people like it's not that they don't I've care about it but starving and living in my car before to like 
make this happen absolutely you know? that's what i can t i can feel that off of you this was like no it's this or nothing like there was no backup plan i mean family out here you know like all my family is like the little family i do have is back east yeah you know what i mean so it's like there's i'm so far from home it's like you know like when you go on like a like a rowboat or something like that, and you're like or a big boat, and you're mm -hmm. like too far away from shore, you can't see the shore anymore. That's kind of how I I felt at a young age because I came out here, you know, fast forward after doing the summer program at MI, and like getting out here and getting in late. Yeah. You know, I got in like in April when like we were graduating in May. I was honestly yeah. gonna go to the Marine Corps and like really just do my four years and like serve, and then like come back and like be able to go to school somewhere and yeah. continue playing. You know. But, like, a lot of us that played sports together, we were just like, oh, we're all athletes. We can use, easily just go, like, do our four years and Get a scholarship. And yeah, come back and, like, you know, have, like, a bunch of benefits. Did you do that? No, I didn't. And that was, like, Good for oh, you. another huge, like, thing I kind of <laughs> always wanted to do, but, like, um, never did. But, um, but you followed the path you were supposed to. Yeah. And it's funny now, like, I serve my country playing music. So like I love when I, that. When I go on tour, I represent the USA in a different way. I that's, actually love that. That's my passion and my art and what I do and inspire yeah. others. You, know what I mean? you answered your calling yeah. and you were true to yourself on that. It's which, funny how it all works out. Right? You know? I was just saying that to someone earlier. I was saying to Noah in the kitchen that like he mentioned a big opportunity he had <laughs> pre-COVID with a tour, um, Noah Cunane, for people listening. There's an yeah. interview with him already, too. And he said he didn't get it because COVID happened and it could have been the one that made him blow up. And I said, but sometimes the things we want the most when they don't happen it can take even longer like years but something else if you stay the course will come through and you're like you know what if the first thing happened this wouldn't have and now it all makes sense yeah you just got to kind of trust the universe which can be that's, fucking that's, hard it's such a big leap of faith that like a lot of people don't want to take after certain failures yeah. and they're like okay how many failures can i take before i've broken like you kind of have to break and be broken over and over and kind of just be used to that to be able to like actually make something happen with yep. yourself. I'm like going to crack. So like, yeah. No, you know, you know what I mean. hundred percent. I've been here for eight years and same like, thing. My, I have no family here. They're all back home. I spent the last two Christmases out here alone. And it's not like I just got here. I've been here almost a decade. Like it's still hard. It gets easier, but it's still hard. It, I don't think it ever reaches a point in LA or in any type of creative career where you can just relax. Like that's no, what I learned never. the hard way. When you make it is been, when it's even harder. I've been telling people like, oh, next week I finally have a week off. Right? And that was in no. November. When yeah, I got, right now. No, yeah. Mid-November when I got back from New Year's Day's tour, then Orgy's tour, <laughs> literally a day now. after. And then I went on tour with Nathan James right after that. Came home and like got thrown right into a, a show here at this house. It was the very first, like, Amuse, like, house party yeah. show. And played two sets that night. And That's I'm awesome. like, dude, it's You're been, like... like so much for a break. <sighs> yeah. There has been, like, maybe, like, a week and a half or two weeks, three weeks at most. Yeah. Where I can kind of just chill. But at that point, like... That's when you see me posting those, like, drum videos in my room. I was going to say, like, I'm, I'm just like, that's when I'm, like, just down there working. You still need to do it. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's like an urge, right? Like, you, like, think you want <laughs> to relax, and then you have the free time. I'm the same way. Like, you kind of go crazy. Like, yeah, I'll have one just, day, and I'm like, I, I don't want to sit around watching TV. No, like, I want I to keep going. Like, everyone's like, Tommy, you're just now getting into Walking Dead. I'm like, dude, because I don't watch TV. Like, <laughs> sorry, I don't have I'm the like, time for succession. I okay, watched, sorry, like, no one episode. I was just like, totally like, this is amazing. And they're like, you're an idiot. This came out in 2009. I was just like, what? What? 
like, like, I'm not gonna Rick get and Morty, to another one. Like everyone put me Never on. Never seen it. Never seen it. I've seen the memes. I hear it's, it's great. Never seen it. <laughs> but I get the point because so they creative. think like half the time I sit down and I have free time. I'm like, I my attention span is so low, and there's that voice. I'm sure you have the same in the back of my head. That's like, I should you be, could doing be doing something. Yep, <laughs> you could be doing shit. Like Keep I going. still suck at playing jazz. <laughs> like, <laughs> like next get the genre. Stupid jazz book back out. You know what <laughs> I mean? Stupid like, jazz. Are you playing jazz drums? Is that something you do in your spare time? Yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah. Honestly, because it opens up so many different voices and like. It's That's really cool. all thinking in three and thinking backwards because, like, usually your kick drum and snare drum and that is the predominant or predominant thing you would hear in music. Yeah, and in jazz you're hearing. True. And it's just That's like what I the think closing of. of the like the hi hat symbol with your left foot and just like riding that little with the other on the on the ride symbol with your right hand and everything else is kind of just like comping whatever the. Music filling is. in the blank yeah. in the and middle there like, what the hell this is like so backwards i'm like trying to not play like just a, a hip-hop groove just to make everybody that's fucking you know, cool get though. down but like it's jazz and everything is different and like most of the time i'm learning it just by reading the music yeah so i'm not like actually making mistakes and i can actually see where they want me to place the notes interesting you know so it's not all improvised with jazz no with jazz well when you get good at it you yeah. can start improvising and messing around that makes sense. But, like, for me, kind of just learning and doing something new, man, I'm reading the books. <laughs> Good for you. You're taking it seriously. I do it, I do it at 3 in the morning when there's no one in the lockouts and they don't hear, like, the nasty chops anymore. You're like, okay, time like, for jazz books. Oh, it's like it sounds like someone's throwing drums down the fucking stairs. <laughs> Like, Tommy, what happened, bro? I thought you were good. <laughs> You're like, shit, it's 3 a.m. You didn't hear that? You're dreaming. Yeah. This, this isn't is, real. Yeah, this isn't real life. This is The Walking Dead. No, but um, <laughs> I don't know. I love collaborating with all these different artists. It's so much fun because everybody brings me different things. And it gives me, like, and they allow me creative control to just mess around. Oh, and, that's like, the best. Kind of do whatever I want. They just trust you. Mike especially. Yeah. Authors. DJ authors, man. He, like, gives me all these templates, and usually it's on, like, a two-day notice. And I learn these things, and I'm, he's just like, bro, you're one of the best drummers I've ever fucking seen. You just do what you, you do. You just do what you do back there. And I'm just like, all right. And I just kind of go for it. Yeah. And, you know, the crowds have been getting bigger, and good people like it. So we're going to keep on running it. You guys are playing, I, don't, I think this interview will probably come out after the fact, but you're playing underwear right the yeah we're <laughs> round two at underwear i don't know where it is this time it's gonna be somewhere in dtla i think yeah. right yeah what's the vibe like there is it more kind of like rave ish or is it up and coming artists i haven't been to one yet it's wild really it's wild but it's fun <laughs> yeah like, come, come, with. Saturday? <laughs> come and bring your friends okay because it's wild that's all i'm gonna say it's wild yeah they've got edm and then they've got bands. Okay. And the last time we played it, like, it was just, like, about 1,500 kids just, like, roaming around. That like, many? Floating between the stages. And it was, like, kind of like Warp Tour. Oh, my God. Inside, late at night with a bunch of random kids. Funny thing, I ran into a kid. I'm not going to say names, but it's going to prove my point. Yeah. We played drums in college together right down the road oh, here shit. in Hollywood at Musicians Institute. Okay. He's, like, a photographer now. That's awesome. Great. Yeah. But, like, doesn't play drums. You know Gave what I mean? Like, 
That's what I'm saying. And he's like, you're still drumming? You're like, I'm still fucking drumming. Yeah, he like drumming. showed up. He wasn't like photo- doing any photographer work. He was just like there with his chick. But he was just like, yo, like, Tommy? I was just like. Was he shocked? Yeah, he's like, you're fucking out and playing. I was just like, yeah, bro. Like, yeah, I never, yeah. I never stopped. <laughs> and it's like wild because like there's like, man, maybe like three or four of us out of like 100 that are actually out I and like play. And actually, like, I'll t- I'll drop one name. Sage from Point North. Okay. Went to the same school. We were the same kind of fucking player. And made it clearly. Yeah, and like we're both I mean, out. Point and North playing. is huge. Yeah. yeah, we're both out and playing. You know, like big things. Do you still talk? All the time. Okay. Whenever that's great. I see Sage, it's oh, I love just that. like we're working, bro. Like, like we yes. did it. Yes. <laughs> like, we're working, dog. We're here. Like, like it's how just so cool great is to it? see. Like, you know what I mean? Because we both like came out here like not knowing anybody and like. Just being good at what we do, you know, and it just kind of, we just bobbed and weaved and found our way through it. And you didn't give up. No. Like you keep saying, like, that's the biggest thing for it. No, I did everything. I sold cars. I did, like. Oh, shit. No way. Dude, yeah, I did, like, so many different jobs. Pizzeria. Like, every time I walk on Hollywood Boulevard and I pass Joe's Pizza. That you used to work there? Yeah, really? it was my very first job. Because I came from, like. You have to do what you have to do to survive. Yeah. They, it was so funny. They, like, wanted to, like audition me and like they were like okay come back here let's see what you got <laughs> i was like i need a job but i did this before and they said come back so I, what i first did i washed my hands he's like okay step one complete and then like pulled the pizza out from the oven flip it down step one and he's like step two complete no fucking spilling on the pizza it was a pepperoni pizza and like then i cut it and i cut it perfectly and they're like all right you're good when do you want to start when can you start job is yours yeah you i was can work like at Joe's pizza. i was like i need money now man like Today, the like, second? Yeah. He's, yeah. Like, he's like, all right, you're working until 12 tonight. I've been in there drunk. I think that's the only time. It's great. They actually, Joe's like, Pizza, baby. They import the water from the East Coast. So, like, that's what makes the dough and the pizza tastes so like good. Tastes like New York that's pizza? That's why it tastes like New York pizza. Really? Does yeah. it really as a New Yorker? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's why, like, when I first was going right. to school, I was, like, checking out all the pizzerias right there on Hollywood Boulevard. <laughs> some made me shit my pants and some other didn't. And like that it's one, I was just like, oh my God, this is great. Like, this is it. This yeah. is the only New York one. You heard it here. Joe's yeah, Pizzeria, Hollywood one. Boulevard. Yeah, it was pretty good, actually. But, um. Well, kind of on that, what advice would you give to any aspiring drummers listening to this? Don't give up on yourself. Always try to be creative and always try to think outside the box. Like, I hear drummers play things in hip hop. And then I bring that same idea back to my drums when I'm playing rock music. And then nine times out of ten, the artists are just like, holy shit, that's really cool. Yeah. You know? New Year's Day, for example. We're going to play a new song that, that has been out and has been tried and tested and is a success for them. But when I was learning it, I threw like something different in there. I played a whole section... Totally different, like, hip-hop style. Live? Or, like, in rehearsal? Just in rehearsal. Okay, I was like, oh, and, my like, God. <laughs> both guitarists, like, look back at me, but, like, look back at me, not like, what the fuck are you doing? They're like, holy shit, that sounds cool. They're like, that was great. What was they're that? Like, yeah, they're like, bro, like, you're playing, like, halftime through that, and it's usually full-time in just a big, stupid, slammy section, but, like, <laughs> I was like, bro, I'm going to, like, try and make this shit, like, more, like... I don't know, like wage war style or something. I love that. You know what I mean? Like just, <laughs> a, little just half a little more time and more like just more feel. Yeah. Like that's going to make the whole crowd bounce instead of just like 
you know, if they're just going to stand and just go like this, you know what I mean? Like, they're actually going to fucking bounce to that. Do they incorporate that now, the change? Yeah, now everybody, fucking like, awesome. Yeah, everybody's down with it. I love and that. And when we go and play out, I think we're finally going to be out in, like, the summertime, late summertime. But, dude, when we bring that one out, it's going to be gas. I'm excited. I can't wait. I'm excited for everyone to hear it. Is there any other... And like collaborations, <laughs> tours, anything you'd want to, I mean, most of your stuff is pretty much on your page. So I was going to say tease, but I feel like you have your stuff just kind of out in the open, like, Hey, I'm touring with this band, but anything you want to leave yeah. the fans with. Um, I mentioned at the beginning of this interview that I'm usually just a drummer yeah. and I don't do any production, but I've been quiet about it for a little while, but I'm going to be doing my own EP with like a bunch of these guys that I play with. That's awesome. Congratulations. Just, just a bunch of singles. You know what I mean? But yeah. like I do sing. You know, I'm like I you. you know, I, I have so a lot cool. of fun. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I'm just gonna like fuck around and write an EP. Fuck around and, and find out. Yeah. Title it that. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be Villains Incorporated. I love that. And, That's so uh, perfect. It's gonna be pretty cool. Where'd you come up with that name, by the way? <sighs> Is I used there to a be story? a little bit of an idiot and like everyone was like, Oh, the villain, the villain. But, I feel like, like it works. Yeah, it kind of, like, fit. It flows. Yeah, Tommy the villain. I was mm-hmm. just like, hmm, I kind of like that. Like, I, I like Sage the Gemini. Do you remember that yes. name? I was just like, oh, I wish I could say Tommy the Gemini because I'm Tommy Gemini. Tommy the, yeah. Yeah, and I was just like, the Stole your what? astrology and sign. I was just like, someone was like, villain, you know, <laughs> you have, like, a villain aspect to you. And that was, like, back in, like, 2014, 15. Okay, so you're so the opposite of, like, the aura that I get from yeah. you. <laughs> Back it on. Yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah, so you were telling me about your dad passing away from cancer. Yeah. Um, it actually wasn't specifically cancer. Mm. Um, he was a cancer survivor. But he had so many, like, man, things that were wrong afterwards. After all the, like, constant, like, meds and visits to the doctors and like it was like a stem cell transplant he had to do twice you know what i mean it was kind of a wild process that like left his body kind of really really vulnerable to anything and it was actually like the flu that turned into sepsis pneumonia my god and like that took him out you know but like i don't know like i used to like genuinely have a lot of anxiety and, like, really doubt myself and what I was, like, really going to do with my life. And, like, if I was actually strong enough to do this, you know? And, like, at the time, I was nervous about everything. Like, I was having a hard time traveling. You know, I didn't like to go on planes. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, this is all stuff that I'm going to have to do to be a professional artist. Yeah. You know, I could play and, like, do all this stuff and, like, whatever. But, like, when, when, it, ta- when it becomes time, like... I'm going to have to get over certain things I was genuinely afraid of. And, like, somehow, you know, after my dad passed, like, I don't know, I had a hard time with my emotions, you know? And, like, I kind of became more numb. But at the same time, I felt like my dad's wisdom and, like, business mindset kind of just came into me. You know, like, I'm not really afraid of traveling or doing anything like that anymore. And I, like, genuinely take my career really serious as opposed to, like, I'll just fuck around and play until someone finds me, you know? Yeah. 
<coughs> you say business mindset. What did he do? My dad was a lawyer. Oh, wow. What um, kind of lawyer? It was something in the stock market. Um, I don't know. I can't tell you off the top of my head, but he worked for Morgan Stanley. Okay. And, like, he was in New York City. And, like, that's what he did. But, um, I don't know. He was always, like, kind of tough on me. And I always, like, was out to prove something to him. Like, I, like I was talking about earlier with sports. Um, I was always out to prove something to him. But at the same time, like, I was always anxious and, like, I had a lot of anxiety about dumb things. But, like, honestly, they're not really dumb things because, like, I used to be, like, really afraid of, like, getting sick. You know what I mean? Because of, like, seeing my mom, you know, really sick and ended up passing away. And then my dad being really sick. Did your I was mom always... pass first? Yeah. That was, so my sorry. that was my freshman year in high school. My mom passed with breast cancer. It must have been incredibly difficult. Yeah. I can't imagine what that would have been like to deal for you and your dad and your older brother at the time. Yeah, it was uh it was really intense, you know, like my birthday's June fifth, my brother's the twenty ninth, and on the twenty ninth of May of two thousand nine, like my mom was like actually like taken from our house to go to like like one of those hospice centers. Mm -hmm. And then like the fourteenth of June of two thousand nine is when she passed, which was two weeks exactly after like um, like my birthday I was just like you know there's just like a lot of shit like that fucks with me in the springtime I think about it a lot like, I'm thinking about it today of like, course I've been thinking about it it's May so it's coming up and I've been up. like thinking about it and like anxiously like looking at the 05 in the calendar and how 06 is right there yeah and like I don't know I've been trying to just like keep my head down and like just keep working you know you keep feel like doing what like they would have wanted me to do like, my dad, like, would have wanted me to stick around and, like, continue, like, doing what I'm supposed to be doing. But, like, not, like, being a pushover and, like, just doing whatever anybody else says and then, like, being disposed of, you know? But, like, actually, like, doing something and making a name for myself, you know? Not, not just, just being, being a part the of one, like, else. Yeah, not just being, like, part of the so-and-so show. Right. You know, like... Like carving your own path. Yeah, like, yeah, like <laughs> be noticed and like yeah. actually like believe in yourself and like go out and have those conversations as opposed to like just play the show and get the hell out of there because you're anxious. You know what I mean? Yeah. Do you think drumming <coughs> helped you kind of work through some of that anxiety and what you were feeling or was it almost worse at times? It was actually kind of weird because like my dad passed the very start of COVID and like the whole country shut mm. down. And like I literally like... I was so bummed about the whole thing. Like, I literally packed my drums up and put them away for, like, seven months. And then, like... Understandable. You know, I, a band that I was playing with that I really thought was, like, we were, like, my brothers and shit. Like, they didn't want to wait up for me to, like, kind of gather my shit together after my dad passed. They just wanted to record something. And they cut me out. And um, that was, like, the last time I was ever going to be a part of a band that was going to, like, make me feel disposed of. Yeah, that's not okay. So I, like, stopped playing my drums. And I was, like, really, like, I don't want to do this anymore. You know, like, and I actually wasn't doing it anymore. I was literally just, like, like everybody in the country not working and, like, collecting, like, the benefits from the government. And, like, fuck, it was, like, really a bad time in life. And then, then randomly, <coughs> randomly, my boy... Nikki Misery from New Year's Day hit me up and he was like, hey, like, we're in a we're kind of in a bind. Would you be able to play a gig? 
like out of state and i was just like yeah you know like i looked at that and i was just like okay i kind of want to see what's up with it you know what i mean because i'd been like denying work for months yeah and like finally like something like i was like wow i know nikki's a part of new year's day and like that's a bigger band were you already kind of friends too like you knew him just through social media okay you know, just because, like, I get my hair cut by the same dude that he gets his hair cut by. Isn't it funny how that yeah. happens sometimes? So they, he Small followed world. me because, like, he saw, like, a hairstyle that my buddy did on me. <laughs> and then he's like, oh, shit, this guy's drunk. <laughs> he's like, yeah, he has cool drums. <laughs> and he looks cool. <laughs> he looks cool. You know I like I mean? his hair. And, like, he's he a plays the same genre. <laughs> and he can, like, do the fucking thundery thing with his feet. You know, you know? <laughs> it's just like. But Nikki hit me up about this show. And, like, apparently the drummer that they were playing with at the time, like, didn't want to come or like something or it was just a weird vibe yeah and uh i took the gig and i had like what like fuck like under a week to learn it was only one song it was for wrestlemania it was a song that ash costello had done for rhea ripley um and we went to go play wrestlemania in tampa oh my God. like for like forty thousand people and it was like you over had to be a million ready. sold sold out pay-per-view and I was just like, holy shit, like, this is my introduction That's to your going back to yeah. playing music. Like, the, literally probably the biggest thing I've ever played in my life. That sounds correct. That's you how life I mean? works. It's like, you want to come back in, like, come back in. Yeah, I was just Step like, up. I was just like, all right, let's run it. I just said, okay. I like, that was the day, like, I put all my grieving and all my, like, just stupid shit in the past. I, you know what? <laughs> I wouldn't say stupid shit, but... <laughs> all the stuff that I was holding on to for way too long. I kind of put myself first instead. And, um, man, that was the day everything kind of really changed. I brought my drums back out and I lost all my calluses from all the time I, I didn't play anymore. And I played until my hands were like bleeding, like that movie, Whiplash. And like, I learned the songs and it wasn't like I was having a hard time learning the songs. Like I was in shape from doing all the push-ups and like the shit I was just like doing daily. You're ready. And I was just like, it was weird. Like I went back to playing the drums and the only thing that was like hurting me was like the fact that my hands couldn't <laughs> keep up with my wrists and my arms swinging and like the, just the whole thing. You had soft hands again. It's okay. I had soft hands. I had really <laughs> soft hands. Like, I, I learned the part really quick and I fucking really loved it. And I like had this warmth or like that blanket around you right now like <laughs> yeah it's cold I had this right now crazy warmth around me like i was like i'm back at doing this and i felt like almost like the spawn of like the like a 2.0 of what i was before i love that I cut my hair off like i used to have skrillex hair i saw that i, I was going a lot back of those your... videos <laughs> i saw such different hair in your instagram i was like because, oh like, he evolved even though those videos are like how I got known, you know, I, I I archived all of them just because, like, I was like, that's who I used to be, and yeah. I gotta do it better now. This is you know I mean? how I want people to see me now. Yeah, I was like depressed and anxious when, like, some of those videos. Like, if you find the old videos of me with long hair, like, yeah, that's like a like a very like a a shadow a shell of like who I am. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, oh my god, that was like such a like a small little wolf, you know. A small Compared little wolf. Compared to where I am now. <laughs> I and who I am today. And like... Now you're uh, a full-grown wolf. <laughs> I, get, I, I wouldn't even say that, but I've just matured and like, you it know, my character has grown. And I just like, I look back at that and like, it's just like, 
Uh, it, le it literally leaves me breathless like I am right now. I'm like, I couldn't believe like how far I've come. And it only, only came from just sticking to like a simple thing. I just want to play music. I just want to like share my work with and inspire people. And I just want to treat people and be treated with respect. And like, that's all I've really done. And it seems simple, it's but it's led me not. like into different realms that are like, I guess, a class or two up from where I was. Yeah. It's like and a, I almost see it as like a vibrational elevation. Yeah. Cause I kind of hate looking at things in terms of like, I know you didn't mean this, but just for anybody listening, in terms of like actual class, like, oh, I started in lower class. Now, like, would people can't see this, but we're literally sitting in like a mansion in the Hollywood Hills looking at downtown and it's gorgeous. And even for me, I'm like, wow, like how, how did I, I was like get here? I was homeless down there. Exactly. And I think about that all the time. Exactly. I right here. I was like, dude, I this isn't spend... our house for the record. <laughs> no, yeah. Like, well, we I, don't live like, here. I spent time down there, like really, really hurting. And now like I'm welcomed here whenever I want. Yeah. Because I work with all these artists. And it's like that <laughs> vibrational elevation and what you were saying about feeling the warmth like the blanket that's something i've noticed in life too is if you really stay aligned with your purpose you can actually feel it i know to some people that might sound you know like hokey or whatever but it's i i have felt it i've heard other people like yourself express the same thing like you literally feel something in you that's like yes this is correct yes you're Found doing your what you're formula supposed to. and you stick to it yeah and like you know what what, what works yeah and like uh, you said it brings you to new yeah and it's cool because like meeting all these people and like you know i don't have an ego like i'll talk to anybody mm -hmm. you know like kids ask me all the time when they, at, at the end of shows like how i'm doing certain things and like there's other drummers that don't want to share their secrets and like this or Why, that though and i'm just like no need i don't to know I, I like to i like to share because like people shared with me and that's why i am who i am today exactly yeah or like you said building the community and like yeah, even community. for me this like this world like writing and putting together writing and music my love of music brought me into this world and i i feel like it's right like i meet people like you or like authors or noah and everyone is just so genuine First of all, no one in this community has an ego, which is astounding to me, yeah. considering it's a bunch of, like, young musicians in L.A. It's just kind of the cliche you would think that, like, oh, they're all going to think they're the shit. But you guys actually are, but you don't act like it, which is incredible. Like, that's so rare. I'm, dude, I was a loser. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, my God. I couldn't get it. I couldn't fucking get a girl to go out and date me for whatever. You know what I mean? And, like, Stop. now it's, like, you know, like, everything is different, you know? The DM's blown up. Tell yeah, me the villain. Well, you know what? Cut that out. We're not even I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'll cut <laughs> No, I know what you're saying. I was like, Being I don't know. I was, a, yeah, I was a loser. Like, I don't know. It took like years and years and years. But like, I don't know. When all these like kids that obviously don't have a lot of friends and anyone backing them yet. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I say that yet. Yet. You know what I mean? It's just like, I don't, I was in the same boat. I used to go to shows by myself and go to try to meet people. Me too. I mean? Me too. I still do. I go to I festivals sometimes. Like, I would be like the, like, I don't know. I'd meet people and like, they'd be like in their clique and then like, yeah, I'd be like, okay, I'm over this. Yeah. You know what I mean, like I've never been like a real sucker for that, you know, no. but like that was like a real thing for a long time. But like in our group of friends, like anyone can come up to any one of us and we can instantly become friends. Yeah. It's like I have background in sports, boxing, 
fast cars, tattoos. You know what I mean? Like, people can talk to me about pretty much anything. Genres of music. Like, yeah. And we're, we're going to be cool. Jazz. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like, dude. Tommy the I'm jazz I'm really drummer. trying to get this fucking Buddy Rich like down. I just suck. You know what I mean? But like, dude, yeah, I just can talk to anyone. Have, have a good time. You know, and like, a lot of us are the same way. Yeah. Fucking Noah, stud wrestler. You know what I mean? A lot of us have like some type of background. Yeah. You know? I mean, it's really fun to talk. And Everyone like, has a story. Nathan James, another stud wrestler, state champ. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. There's a bunch of us that like came from sports and like you know, different backgrounds. And like, it's cool that we can all like talk to everybody. Yeah. And like become friends with pretty much anyone. Find some common ground. Yeah. With someone. That's why I like doing these interviews, too, because I'm like, everyone has a story, and especially in this household, I can just tell, and they are. Everyone I've talked to, you include, like, they're so unique. Every story is so unique, and I feel like someone will resonate with each and every one of you in a way and be like, yes, okay, like, that's where I came from, or yes, that's what I want to do, because I know for me growing up, I would, I loved interviews because it was proof that, like, you could do what you wanted to do, Mm -hmm. especially hearing the reality of things. Like, I think it was Amy Poehler who said, like, there's a decade behind every quote unquote overnight success. Like there's no such thing. There's a no. decade of hard work that most people never see or hear about. But I'm like, those are the stories that we want That's to hear. Such facts. Oh my God. Right. Such facts. I read that in her book. I think it's in her book. <laughs> yes, please. And I was like, that is one of the most simple yet accurate and profound sentences that I've read. Yeah. That's, that's really big. I really liked that, that, that was stated and said, and yeah. it was like known. Well, thank you for sitting with us today. I'm going to drop your socials and everything for people to follow you and listen along and catch Tommy the Villain on tour anytime this summer. Yeah. It's going to be a lot of shows coming up all over the place. (laughs)